0: Welcome to today's Pizza Pod. I'm Tony Scott. Today we bring in YHH Stafford, Todd Houck, and we talk a little bit of arena music. Stuff we like, stuff we don't like. We talk a little bit about the vibe as well in the rink. What's good vibe? What's a bad vibe? And everything in between, music-related, at the hockey rink. Here is Todd Houck. Love. Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. Well, Mr. Hulk, here we are, our first ever podcast together. Are you ready? It's about time I've been waiting for you for so long. <laughs> That's a song. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. <laughs> I think there's a Rolling Stone song, Waiting on a Friend. Is uh, that- I was going more foreigner. Foreigner? I was going Yeah. Foreigners. We could just go on and Blue on. We gram, yep. We, uh, one interesting note about this show, and not that anybody was keeping track at home, but Todd and I are the exact same age. Same grade, same everything. So same. our walk, our music walk in life has been almost identical. Same, you know, like, oh, in eighth grade, this was a big, Jay's Giles man. eighth grade, right? Yes. Like, with any song we talk about, we were in basically the same pair of shoes. We were. You know, you were Southern Mini. I was. You were five zero seven. I was six one two. You were in the you were in the thick of the beat where you had replacements yeah, and Bob. You Bowl. read books on the replacements, like I. I, I go. I lived that. You book. Went to school with them. I, I went know. to school with those guys. Uh, I had the Gear Daddies, is what I had. So you so did. I had, That's I had the Zamboni. That. At least. That's late eighties for me, right? That was some good stuff. Um, so let's before we get into talking about arena and music and stuff like that, uh, let's talk a little bit about what our music background is. What were your influences? What kind of music? you you like did you play a music uh your parents involvement in your music you know brothers sisters cousins what was it what was your what was because I'm, I'm not a music guy neither are you really but no. we both love music yes right yeah and that's the other neat thing about this pod so go back on your background
1: uh, I'll go back a little bit. Uh, growing up as a kid, my grandma always had a piano in her living room. You know, back in those yeah. days, everybody had a piano in the living Did room. Did you play it? I never, I banged it a couple times. <laughs> and I remember it used to be my favorite spot to sit when I watched TV. Uh, my mom, oh, she took piano lessons. I think her siblings all took piano lessons. That was the ones where either the gal would come to your house and they be yeah, in the yeah, yeah. living room. And uh, the mom or dad would sit there and listen to it. But... Um, I, I, the only instrument that I played was I played the clarinet back in elementary no school. way. I played the clarinet, Benny Goodman. Woodwind. Yes. All the woodwinds. I was, uh, I just didn't practice very much because I was like, this is not the one I wanted drums is what I really wanted, but my mom. Didn't every kid want drums? Yes, but we had to get the cheapest rental equipment from Schmidt Music in <laughs> yeah. Rochester. So it was the clarinet is what I, but at least it helped me learn how to read sheet music. So I but I couldn't pick an A from a G sharp right now if you no, paid me. I couldn't either. But um, but that was a little bit of music on my background. Nobody in our family was really a musician ever, just a little bit of piano. That was about it.
0: I come from a very strong music family. I mean, both sides, mom and dad. My dad played uh, saxophone, played in several different bands. He was a singer in a band. My uncle on my mom's side played uh, I mean he. I think he played until like he, the day he died he, he played the trombone mm. and then my mom and dad have three children out of their five who are very very musically talented and my brother Mike can play the guitar my brother Tom who's now passed away was a professional musician yes uh, he was also the band director at hill high school um and my brother scott uh, although he's in the marketing business uh i think if you asked him you know point blank he would say he'd rather be writing music so he still writes music and he performs uh on in coffee shops and he's got about two or three different bands now that he's involved in he's very really passionate about music i didn't get my sister mary and i didn't get a lick of music ability but we both love music mary and i did um and i I've just always tried to man, you know, put it into my life somehow. Whether I'm going to watch bands or, uh, and I've I've always liked different types of music, so it's never been like, oh, I just liked KQ ninety two and I liked rock and roll. You know, I WDGY. I've liked everything. I've liked everything. Yes. and then I got after college, I had a buddy of mine. We would go fishing all the time because it's something I like to do. He loved country music, so I got kind of hooked on country music. So. The one music I never really listened to ever, my life was country or country-western. I kind of got, I, I like that. So I like Christian music. I like every type of music you can come up with. It doesn't really, nothing really could offend me as far as music is concerned. The only thing that really offends me is swearing in music. I hate yes. that. It's like, you know, go, go, swearing is something you do maybe in the locker room or after a bad play or maybe after a bad shot in golf or something like that. But to continually you know, getting my eardrums with swear words is just beyond me. I, I'm just not a big fan of that.
1: So here's the difference is because when we grew up, you never swore no. ever on the radio. No. N- nobody So, now like, it's just- so if he did once in a while, it's like, oh, my gosh, and you look through the lyrics on the album cover, you're like, oh, my gosh. But that was never a released song, or they would – Bleep it out. Right. So it was never to sell because you didn't have to sell. But I and think now they use it to sell it. Now you? it sells. Or some folks will say, "Hey, that's just part of my language." I'm like, "Well, eh, not I,
0: mine. Not the language I learned in high school and elementary school." But I'm with you on that one. So there's there's our musical backgrounds. We have none, basically. Right. We just a good ear. Just but a- we love. Music, we love hockey, and obviously everything we do at YHH, is music is part of it. You know what I mean? Like, not just the, the music in the rink, but we have a song that we pick for every one of our tournament videos that we make. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes the hardest thing to pick, is to pick the right song for some of our uh, post-tournament videos, don't you think? But there's always a theme, I think that's what's fun.
1: When you're just picking a song, you're like, oh, I need a good song for this video – before we just kind of like shoot, you know, fish in a barrel. We're like, there's one, there's one. But now we're like, hey, wait a minute, who won it? Oh, the Spuds won. Yeah. Hey, let's and have a song about Spuds. Potatoes. Is there a song about potatoes? And we found one, we found
0: a gem. You know, yes. It, it, it's it makes it a challenge, but we also really like doing it. And I've always thought one of my the best jobs in the world would ever be is when you're picking a musical score for a, mo- a movie to picking out cool songs. Like, oh, yeah, this, this, this guy reminds me of the Beatles or this guy reminds me of this. It would be fun to pick out songs for that. And so we get that – in our career, well, you know, yes. we work day to day here, nine to five. We get to pick out songs that so would be cool for these these uh, these videos that we do. Makes so. you think of the the video itself. All right, so let's start the show off with worst songs. I mean, when I say worst song, these are the ones when you walk into the rink and you hear this one, you want to just take a you know. A, uh, a sharp object and poke yourself in the eye when you hear this one. Let's put a little background
1: too is because there are some folks that come into a rink maybe once or twice a week, but when we work our tournaments, unfortunately we might be in that box for four to five games in a row, three to four days in a weekend, and when you do that, three you to four months songs. in a row, you're like, I've heard this song two or three times today, six or seven times this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's not as bad for the customers, but it's bad for us, right? So, And, and we have a stretch in August. We start doing Bantam Elite about 1st of August, and then we end with the Pee Wee Challenge in mid-September. So we have like – it goes six weeks out of seven, right, of, mm-hmm. of hockey straight. By the seventh week, by the Pee Wee Challenge, I have heard every song – Ever made a million different times, and you just want to end it right. Like That's where
1: just, we start freshening things up. We bring some
0: craft yeah. staff, teenagers to help us out. Going, we need some songs. new we need fresh songs. songs. We Please. definitely need some fresh. Ones. So this five, we're gonna go back and forth. So we're gonna go back and forth. I have five, and you have five. I'm gonna start one off with a song. That I really like, to be honest with you, I really do like this. Almost all these songs I really do like, but now after hearing them nine million times, I, I've kind of grown sick of it. This is Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Sad to see that one on the list because it's, it's a great song. Now, did you put? The, did you rank these in order? No, these are just, just random five. Just random five. I want to make sure because I have these ranked a little bit. All right. Well, why don't you give me your fifth worst? My then?
1: fifth one, and I, I know uh, us again growing up in the eighties. Hate to say this one, but it's I've listened to it so many times. That even when I'm driving around the city where I'm always listening to car uh, radio, um, I hear the song and I actually change it on the station. <laughs> because I'm like, I've heard it 60,000 million times. Yeah, um, It is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And I know yeah, it's an inspirational song. I love it. If I haven't heard it say like for like four or five months, I'll be like, okay, I'll listen to it today. But. Um, that is kind of like uh, everybody's heard it fifty times, and that one I got to change the station. I don't mind that one so much.
0: I mean, I, well, that's I, why it's I, on my list, not yeah, yours. Yeah, I you. know. I don't mind. That one. Okay, so my <laughs> next one is this is the one you hear at the rink, and it literally it pains me to hear this song. It's "All I Do Is Win" by DJ Khaled. I mean, if when I hear that song, literally the hairs on the back of my neck go up. Like I just it just drives me insane. Like, I want to run over to the to the penalty box and turn it off. Yeah, and that's that one that bad.
1: if I'm in the box working and I work four or five games in a row and I'm like, uh, I'm going to fluff up this <laughs> screen because um, nobody's winning here and I'm sick of <laughs> Yeah, you do more. Th- please do something more than win. That's all I'm asking you to do. I Something agree. else.
0: All right, what's your number uh, four? Number
1: four I put on there. Uh, I'm sorry for all my 80s fans out there, but and as well as our Boston Red Sox fans, but it's Sweet Caroline. Yeah. That one, I I like it. And mind you, at the same time, we had an inspirational year, the year that my daughter went to state uh, for youth as a 12U. That was our theme song every game that we won that year. That was your victory song? That was our victory song we played on the ice. And I was made sure it was queued up that year because I was uh, lucky enough to play music in there. But um, that year was great to hear it, but now it's like you hear it all the time and you're like... I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of hearing that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm with A little you on that bit. one.
0: All right, here's mine, Uh next one. Um, it's by Florida, uh, My House. <laughs> I love Florida. <laughs> Big fan of Florida. Flow rida um, This is one of those songs that just came out he- heavy, Right, came out hot right away, mm-hmm. and it's on an every rink. I hear it all the time. Open up the champagne, pop, that one. Yeah, that's the song I'm talking about. Pop, yes. And I liked it for about three weeks. And then I, every time I've heard it since, it's just kind of grates on my nerves. How about you? What's uh, your number three? My number three is uh, "Locked
1: Out of Heaven" by Bruno Mars. Mm, that one, another good song. It's a good song. If you haven't heard it for like five, six years, maybe. But yeah, again, when we overheard it, and then of course when you're in the car and you're like, I like the beginning of it. You get the beat, and you're like, Oh, that's right. This is "Locked Out of." I, I, I tried to get him locked out, but he always kept coming back. <laughs> yeah, he does. So he
0: does definitely does. So sound that bad. one's on
1: my uh, my. Top All right, three. my
0: number four. And this one is more brick related. This is more on the guy at the brick than anything else. But it's the uh, St. Louis Blues victory song, "Gloria" by Laura Branigan. Mm-hmm. And and again, the the Blues just won the Stanley Cup, like on June fifteenth, and the brick is July first. So it was he was playing a song that was very relevant at the time, right? Yep. But I think he played it every other song. At the rink. So mm. by the four days I spent at the brick, by the fourth day I looked at Peter and I said, get me a gun, I'm going to go shoot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even that year, when last year when the Blues won it,
1: they picked that song like halfway through the yes. season. Just think if they had played it all the way since It would have been 80 and
0: It would have been, yes. It was it been like the, yeah. What was the Bulls, the basketball Bulls that won 72 games, whatever year Oh, that was. yes. That was it was Michael Jordan, Pippen, like, and, yeah, and uh, like, all those guys. Like they would have won 97 every... Bulls or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. All Thanks. right. Uh, you got one more, right? I got two more. Two so more. All right. My, yeah, yeah. my All number right. two
1: one there is uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC.
0: I wish I would have gotten this. All one. my medals. This had... is awful. This song is, it's, it, was, it was barely good when it was good. Right. Right.
1: And so it wasn't the good ACDC. That no, was the thing about not. it. It wasn't the
0: classic,
1: like, Hell's Bells and Back in Black. It was the newer Thunderstruck, terrible. newer ACDC. This was a terrible
0: song, and then they have to hear it hundreds of times when you enter the rink makes it even worse. Oh,
1: because I, I think what they do is, especially the Wild, they've got, like, ten songs they make sure, and these are the ten songs we need to cue the up Wild plays this every one? time. We're, like, last two minutes of the game. There's every time there's a face-off. Thunderstruck's always in that it, mix. It's
0: almost like they're trying to go back to 1992 or whatever year the, the North Stars made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They want to play all those songs to, yes. to, to, to you know, bring remedi- back all the 80s bring and all the the mullets in the and stands. And yes. Yeah, it's time to put that one to bed. Literally just...
1: Because think of it... Pasture. If, if put it in the cold, pasture. If you say ACDC, guarantee the first song in your head is not going to be like... Thunderstruck. You're no, going, you're going entire no, Hell's Bells album, which I listened to during during confirmation in ninth grade. Back in black. I listened to it on a cassette. I had to flip yeah. it over because you couldn't play on the other side of it. I played the cassette to death. Yeah, it, it was, was not thunderstruck. One.
0: That's for sure. No, it wasn't. All right. So you have one more to go. I have one more to go. This yeah. one. This one. Most of our listeners might not know, but it's it's a it's a song by Wiz Khalifa called "We Dem Boys." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we dem boys ain't gonna be we dem playing on our song. We done ever. playing. We done playing. We dem boys. It's okay. It's just I I don't think it'd be a song that I don't think I would like. And I and I like I've said earlier. I like every kind of music. I'm gonna. I have a couple uh, more some clingers. Yeah. I got some songs later. What the ones that I do like that that would fit into the R&B category. So I guarantee I the first three like weeks you heard it, you loved it. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I kind of liked it. It was a locker room song for our 2006 uh, Great Plains team. Oh that we yes, that. so I remember hearing that. But again, a seven day tournament, you know, with ten games being played, and I heard it over and over and over. I'm like, this song is awful. It is awful. All right, speaking of, it, let's hear your number
1: one. My least likely oh, to yeah, hear every one. time I walk into a rink, and even though
0: I'm Guaranteed. in the rink, and I Guaranteed. know it
1: gets people fired up, and it's a great jam, and it's probably on pump up the volume. It's GNR, Guns and Roses. Welcome to the Jungle. We've heard that ten million times, ten million yeah, times. Yeah, that's
0: right in the same crazy train category. Although there's occasion when I'm when I'm on a panic, I'm I'm in a panic, I'm at the rink, and it's on our little you know grid. And and nothing will work. I'm like, okay, if I put in Welcome to the Jungle, no one's going to wince when you put this song on. It's still kind of a go-to song. Again, it could be you, say, for example, and I do do like if I'm playing a
1: uh – I've got this little corner where I keep songs. If I'm, say, last minute of a game, last two minutes, we're down by one, we're up by one, you can tell the energy in the building is looking for a go-to yeah, song. Yeah, and then
0: you get the guitar riff early in the yes, beginning. Yes,
1: that one, you're like, everybody's excited. You know the Wild Play, I'm sure all NHL and – NCAA it still rinks. has its place it has a place but just there, not like oh it's the beginning it's, of this game let's always play it all the time because not every rink is the jungle or, or let's to be put honest it in,
0: in a six nothing game in the middle of the second period you play that song there it's no. that's bad no that's when you put bad in your placement. Bruno Mars <laughs> yes <laughs> bad placement horrible all right for later in the show we will talk about um our top five favorite Uh, Before we get to that one, though, let's talk a little bit about arena vibe, okay? Um, What's a good arena vibe? You go to a rink and you go, man, they are putting in the time here. Uh, whether it be a great announcer, great music, or a combination. Um, you had yours. We we broadcasted a few games for Eden Prairie High School a few years ago. Mm, yes. And they had this guy, and I can't remember his name. I actually went over – remember, we went over and actually greeted him to tell him yes. how amazing he was. Talk a little bit about him. A little bit. I And,
1: again, I wish I could remember his name, but his son was either – I don't remember if his son played varsity or he played JV, but he was – on the team, and he would have a whole keyboard set up on the corner of the rink opposite of where the penalty box and the right music. Right under the scoreboard. Right under the scoreboard, and he would be plugged into the speakers, however they do. it, Probably Wi Fi or, it. or he Bluetooth.
0: Rocked it. But
1: he would have the whole organ sound like you're listening to an original six at Maple Leaf yeah, Garden. But he would
0: play his, or- he would literally play the organ. And then he didn't play organ all the time. He would mix in some songs, Yes.
1: Too. He would just synthesize a little bit, and he would just, but it was amazing. When you're so used to hearing that little organ and the pump up, and then all of a sudden you're going like, wait a minute, where'd they get the organ? And you know the music guy doesn't have it, and sure enough, you see the guy in the corner with the keyboard who's he actually was, pumping the music in it. So that, nothing pumps you up more at a hockey game. But He was killing
0: it. Those so years. It was speaking awesome. Speaking of guys that kill it, you go to a Hill-Murray game over at Aldrich, and they're PA guy who plays the music, uh, they're almost as good as the Braemar, and I know you're going to get the Braemar in a second, but they're almost as good as Braemar. They just talk to the audience as if you're friends. You know, they don't talk. It's it's not standoffish. Like, alright, we're going to be back here. You know, he talks. He's just got a great delivery. They have great music. Um, they're well dialed on. It's a well-oiled machine at Hill So you go to a Hill game, you know you're going to be taken care of your audio is going to be taken care of when you go to Hillmarie game.
1: So that's on my bucket list to get over and watch one at Aldrich for sure. Um, I think the one thing that that brings Braymar, as much as I'm not a biggie Dino fan. Yeah, uh, never have been, but we still when you go into Braymar, the DJ, the PA guy, they take time in putting music into their system, whether it's an iPad or, or if it's a downloaded yeah. app they have, or they've got set music and and. Uh, uh sounds that add to the to the game you know like for example like dragnet for example when a guy goes the penalty yep. box that yep. is wonderful and obviously another one that comes to mind too with Braemar is every time that they do the 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 beauty league they he this guy is always talking to the crowd so he's the same guy that does the high school games
0: he's really And good. he's
1: into it and remember I remember a couple of years ago when they're like they're going to go to overtime, and they're like, what should we do? And he was, like, talking to the crowd of, like, what should Mark Parrish do? What is coach going to do here? Hey, let's play four-on-four four for overtime. So he was talking to the crowd, and I've never seen a game where the PA actually was, like, having a conversation conversation with us and going, I'm inside the mind of Mark Parrish. What is he going to do in this situation? So he's 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 hilarious, and he plays great music, and he's perfect. He's on on point with every song he plays and he's got all the, the funniness that goes with it. So he definitely is a, a best one here, at least in the Southwest Metro.
0: Speaking of Edina, I was at the Edina, why is that a, um, section final for girls a uh, couple months ago or about a month ago. And there was a guy there in the box. I, unlike I've never, I've ever seen at any rink ever in my life. He his music was pretty good. I would say a minus to a a to, a to a plus. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was. He had good choices of music. Mm-hmm. He had well thought it all out. But his DJ style, his voiceover to the crowd, the things he was doing to get the crowd into the game were like nothing. It was off the charts good. I mean, but it was. And the other weird part I was telling you about before I turned the recorder on was. It was Edina and Wayzata, so they were a little bit like standoffish at, at first, but then they realized this guy's funny and this guy's totally into it. But it was like totally the weird part about it was it was a section final, like for a Tuesday night game. This guy'd be awesome, but I'm like I'm I'm. Not, I'm not invested in the either of these teams. We're just covering the game, right? I just yep. want to get the game-winning goal, or I want to get the the good interview, or write the good article. That's my job. Not to. I don't really care who wins or loses, but. There's a lot of people there who do, and you're worrying more about what this DJ is saying. It, it, it became almost a nuisance in a way. He was so good, he was a nuisance. I think that might be the best thing for him, because he had no investment in either team. You so He, clearly could, he had could be had no neutral, investment. and
1: he could say what he wants to say, but he knows he's going to keep the crowd going, and keep him in, enjoyed in, in
0: entertained, in a sense. That's what we're doing. I just know, whoever that guy was, I'd like to have him come work for us. There you go. You hear it? Because he was really good. So, really yeah, good. Yeah, give us a call. He worked at Minneapolis uh, Parade, I nice so guy, six double a whatever it was it was good all right you're next another you vibe on the, the thrill which is actually
1: coming current
0: this year was the first game of the season
1: for my son's team who plays for uh, Bloomington Kennedy and we we're over at Drake Arena playing St. Paul Academy and all of a sudden I would hear the organ I'm like well I've heard the organ all the time because it's yeah it's on our iPads it's on the app I know there's certain guys that will, that will punch in some old organ sounds and then all of a sudden, I heard it more than once. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's not the organ song that I heard on the iPad." That I know we've got that song. Yeah, he's yeah, playing yeah. off the cuff. I'm like, "Well, I got to look and see what it is." Well, sure enough, here's a guy. Same situation as Eden Prairie guy, but he's he was playing it? he's playing the actual organ. He had extra keyboard set up behind the penalty box. I he know was exactly also, what
0: you're talking. He was about.
1: also piped in because he also was able to play music through either through his keyboard or is he playing just regular through the speaker 80 songs or 90s or 2010 songs. Through the speaker. So it was the place. So he was playing
0: actual tunes, he was actual on, tunes his keyboard, on his the keyboard the entire game.
1: And then he could also mix in a regular song. Or Did a, he a, mix it in? Kinda he like he the... mixed back and forth. So it was oh. like, holy cow. He's like, That's I think it's time vibe. for me to play an old organ song. I will play the song by organ. And then he goes the other way and then he would play a regular song That's to cheer fantastic. on the radio. So, so kudos to the Drake Arena
0: guy. Um, you are definitely the current. Uh, Oregon guy that everybody wants to get a hold of. They definitely do. All right, last one. This is our Homer pick. Uh, this is the Brad Soderberg um, uh, cookie. They're all right. Um, <laughs> vibe. They have a great vibe. They're, they they bring passion to the game. They have great energy. Uh, Brad's got a great music list at all times. You always get great different a great variety of songs. Never the same song twice. Uh, he, he puts it through Spotify, I'm pretty sure. So yep. he always gotta he gets a new track up there. Robin Cook is as good a PA guy you're gonna find. I think he's as good as the the Braemar guy. You know, he's oh, fantastic. He, he's got a great voice too. And he's got a little couple different shticks too. So like, his my favorite shtick is when he does his Let's Play Hockey stick shtick. Is if you've ever noticed this, where he he does he announces the starting lineups in the anthem, and then then they puts a little pump up music on there, and then. Right when the teams are lining up, he does it. Right when the teams are the up, about three, four seconds before they line up, he goes, let's play hockey. <laughs> and just as the puck drops, and then he stops the music and hits it. It's a cool little shtick. It's like, it's like oh, it feels so good. He's given it a lot of, my point is, he's given it a lot of thought and he puts some thought into it, and that's what makes the vibe good for the rink, which gets to our oh, bad nice. vibes, oh, right? Are you I, ready for bad vibes? I like the
1: bridge you just laid down there.
0: Great. So, yeah, so, there, so there's, there's the prepared. I'll start with mine because it fits perfectly with that. Is when we, These are vibes that are bad when you go to a rink, and it's exactly what I was just talking about, and you, you were talking about how you missed an anthem, and we've done plenty of – Todd and I have done plenty of penalty box and PA and music. And and trust me, it's not as easy as it looks. You have to be prepared. And I've missed anthems before. I've missed starting lineup cards before. I've looked bad in a box before, trust me. Mm-hmm. My phone has gone off uh, when, the, when the speaker was on during an anthem. I've had... If there's been a dastardly mistake, I've made one, and you've made them too, but it goes back to being prepared, right? Yep. So, so the better prepared you are before you get into the box, and the more you rehearse your stuff before you get into the box, the better the vibe is going to be for everybody in the ring. So my first vibe is the bad vibe is the unprepared guy. Making sure the iPad is charged before charged, you get there you and go. make sure you get a charger <laughs> if you do
1: not check ahead of time. All right, what's yours? All right, what's let's your- go. Let's just go. Uh, I don't want to say so much on the, it's the no music, the right? parasite side, but it's the no vibe, and the reason it kind of got me because. Well, it's been like that since I've been working with you and YHH, and so we just thought it was great to bring energy to a rink. It's not that hard, just if you're no. playing a little music on the whistles. And so when I would go to hockey games, it would be like, how can you not play any music whatsoever? Because I got so used to our tournaments, and we we're always playing music on the, on the whistles. That's what we're talking about. We're talking anytime there's not hockey action, you're, music you're just there? playing a song. That's all you have to do. So it's when I started watching my daughter's games, and there would be nothing. They would play in the intermissions. They play some eighty oh, songs. This is high school. Oh, this was, don't get me started. So that's where I kind of I started doing a little chirping. And then one time, when I wanted to start helping on, I walked over the box and I said, "Hey guys, you mind? Uh, I could help you out. I got some music out of my phone." No, no, we're no, fine. I, I tried to,
0: and they were like, and they were no. like, "No, you
1: got to talk to Jason." I'm like, um, "Who's Jason? The athletic director? You got to go talk to him." We're fine. I'm like okay but so i went it was diligence. their way of
0: saying get lost yeah get lost
1: but anyway after i got in there a little bit and i started playing music they realized hey this guy's nice and it's really nice to have some music even though it might be too loud for me but it's better than no vibe whatsoever which again shows that you're prepared and you're going to do your job if you're going to either get paid or it's a volunteer gig nothing wrong with playing a little music and Be I per- agree be prepared to have some
0: vibe all it is uh you want to go to your next one
1: I can. All right. I, uh, it's not so much on the unprepared side, but it's. Uh, I've noticed this a lot. Either sometimes in northern, it's lazy vibe. This is lazy vibe. This is a guy, and I don't know if he's doing it, but I'm gonna call him the one cassette guy. So he's got one cassette that he plays, and he, that's all he's got. Like he's got "Living Under Prayer" by Bon Jovi, and he's gonna play. That song or the A side, and that's all he's got. And he will play, he'll play a snippet and then action goes, and then he'll, where he left off, he'll continue where he left off. And he'll literally play that song, four or five or six whistles, and then he'll change a song. But it's on that same side of the cassette. So he just, it sounds like he's got like one. Type of music. He's rationing his music. all he's got. He's like, well, you know, I listen to some Beatles at home, but I'm going to bring in my Slayer, and that's That's, all you're going to hear. That's all you're going to get all You're going to get Slayer. You're not going to get any new stuff. You're not going to get any decent stuff. It's going to be all what I like, which is great to be a DJ, but you also have to play the entire crowd of having the music for everybody, not just yourself.
0: I still would give that guy a C-plus over no music at all. True. That's why he's behind the no-vibe guy. Exactly. All right, so mine, this next one is – um, you get into a rink, and it's called. I call him the unwelcome guy. Uh, this is where they play. Everything is kind of towards their team. They uh, it just it's, it's it's or remember it's more one-sided. But I have a, a story that's sort of related to that. All right. Uh, my Jake was my son. Jake was playing. He was playing peewees, and then all of a sudden we were at Bloomington Ice Garden. We were playing another District Six team. And the other District 6 team went and got a microphone, brought the microphone in, and started announcing the goals during a district game, which was super odd. It wasn't playoffs, I swear. Just a regular old game, and they might have been playing music too. I don't think they were, but they were announcing. And, of course, their District 6 team put our District 6 team into running time, and, of course, they'd explain to us why it was being put into running time. Oh, I didn't
1: know why. Why did you have running time for it? it? It was just
0: complete jackasses about it. They were just it just made it super unwelcome it was like, "Oh yeah, we didn't really like your team, now we really don't like your team." <laughs> kind of moment. And and you can do that in the box. You know, you can be that guy in the box, you can run the kind of music in the box, you can do that and you can really put up an unwelcoming vibe to the other team. You don't need to do that. I mean there's enough bad things in the world. Let's why are we going to be, you know, jerks about it when you're in the box? Why be the unwelcome guy? Yes, there <laughs> it is. All right, you're going next. I'm going to go next. Next one
1: that uh, is on my bad vibe is the guy Uh, Or gal. There's been gals in the box as well um, that doesn't know how to control his volume. And I'm not talking his voice. I'm talking his music where either he's going to play really soft, he doesn't know how to get the volume to a good level for the speakers because sometimes some of our rinks, especially Bloomington Ice Car and some of the older rinks, they don't have the newest and greatest Bluetooth speakers. So sometimes it's either way too soft or it's so loud that – um, it, it makes grandparents and people in the audience uh, want to sh- uh, shoot themselves. Don't get me wrong if you and I can there's a couple of rinks on the west side that they love to play the music extremely loud to let you know we have scored a goal and we're going to let you know in fact we're going to let the entire 952 County. area code know <laughs> that we scored a goal, which is fine and I get the whole mice advantage, but there's a point where maybe you're just a little loud like when the speakers are screeching.
0: Yeah, when you've, when you've went past the gain... Of the speaker? Yes. And that's a fancy audio term, but the gain gets so heavily that you can't even understand what the song is. It's so heavy. Yeah, that's that's the bad vibe. so yeah too loud vol- can't controls vibe.
1: volume guy
0: All right this is gonna be more of a personal thing than than anything but it is has a lot to do with the vibe and I call this the no anthem ref guy vibe. Uh, and what happens is we run events um, we have a system all put into place, right so uh, national uh, we, we play pump up music. Uh, we, do a, we do a starting lineup where the kids skate up from the goal line. The, the, all the coaches, the team managers have all been trained as to where to put the kids. Between Everybody knows where to be. And then the, then there's the no-anthem ref guy who comes skating up to our 15-year-old boxing player. He says, we're not doing anthems. And all of a sudden there's no anthem, there's no starting lineup, and they just throw the whole thing into a complete tizzy. And why? He's trying to save one minute of his life. This is just such a bad vibe. You know, we're, we're going to play the anthem. If we're, if we're on time, we're going to play the national anthem because they play the national anthem at high school games. They play the national anthem at college mm-hmm. games. They play the national anthem at programs, And we're going to play. That is our vibe at Youth Hockey Hub is try to give you kind of a professional or high school kind of a feel. You're going to skate out for your lineups, and, you're, and we're going to announce the names, and we're going to play the anthem, and we're going to be out the door in five minutes. We'll be right on schedule. But there's always the ref. And, and and when I say no anthem guys, these are only the district, uh, district run officiated games. Because when we run our own programming in the off season, Tony Land said our director of officials has let all of his officials know what the score is and what we do, and we run everything there. But a lot of times when we have to use district ten officials or district two officials or district six officials, they try to come in and tell us what we're gonna do, and it's it's just a bad vibe. So. They forget you who signs their checks. Yeah, they f- <laughs> they know who signs their checks. All right, now let's wrap up the show with our oh. top five oh, been favorite songs that we would like to hear played in, rink, uh, played in the rink period or played in the rink more. Yes. All right, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um I I want to say these are in
1: order of preference, but I realize after I keep looking at them, I wrote down a couple more. There's really no preference because they're all really good songs. They're songs I like, and I think they bring a lot of good energy. What's that? Uh, the first one i am gonna throw out there is a Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede. Oh. It's the one that goes hookah chaka, hookah, hookah, sure hookah. i like that one. You're in a rink, and you just hear that old 70s beat coming at you just and that hookah chaka," and it just like it gets you in a good feeling, and then you're... Hooked on a feeling, and then everybody's wow, like, "Wow! I didn't know we were going to sing today." Yes, we, we gotta, finally
0: sang. Some people don't know what the song sounds like, so make sure that you YouTube. That I sucker, know the song because it's going to make you feel sh- good. I'm not sure. I hate that song. I'm not sure. I really like the song. I would put myself in the indifferent on that one. On the fence. That's fine. All right, my first one is going to be "Knock on Wood" by Amy Stewart. I mean, oh. that song. If you can't get happy after that song, you're you're crazy. The only thing that I wish in these songs, and the, the key about a really good hockey
1: song, is it has to have a good 10 to 15 seconds opening. That first yes. stanza, you got to hit it quick. Because if it's a really it. slow starting, or like... Like hookah that that's, that's too
0: slow. Too slow,
1: I think. No, that jumps you. Because you hear, a, you hear a, a word right away. It jumps you. Right. Knock on wood does have a little bit of a slow. Once it gets into the melody, then it hits it hard. It hammers. It's a slow... There's a couple that I wanted to put on here, but I know that from a rink side, they're just... It takes a while before that main beat hits, and you're like, "Oh, I love this song. Wish I could cut it
0: and then use the middle part." Which yeah, we could do that. There, there, the guys at the Super Rank do that. They cut their songs. Yes, to, they to put like them 15 seconds. They just hit it, and it plays 15 seconds. Oh, so it's so over, good. It's yeah. over. You can cut it. Yeah. So that's All my right. next piece. Uh, what's your next one?
1: Next one I'll throw out there is uh, "Take on Me" by Aha, a great mm, 80s band. That's there is a, good a great one. version also done by Weezer on their Blue album. Yes, but "Take on Me" has just got a nice. De- 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 it just. Yeah, it's re- kicks very you poppy. right away. And it, yes, it's very poppy. poppy. It can make everybody happy, I whether like you're one. a headbanger or maybe you're a pop.
0: I like that. That's, a talk about a one-hit wonder. That was a one-hit oh, God, wonder. That was a great from, video. From, aha. Yeah, great it was video. a great, video. great this, video. Aha. There's a dash in there. Aha. Yep. All right. Uh, my next one is, I said I promised a little bit of R&B here. Uh, I'm going to go London Bridges or London Bridge by Fergie. <laughs> Gotta love that song.
1: Fergalicious. Fergalicious. Love Fergie. It's a gut song. Oh, really? Good song. It's it's so it's a
0: happy song, you oh. know?
1: A funny thing about this song is at the very beginning, you never can tell whether we're swearing or not. It's like yeah. this is the edited version. Yeah. Because you're like if I'm playing the song and I'm at a high school game and I'm looking around I'm like did he say what he said cuz I'm hoping grandma and grandpa do not get mad at yeah. me cuz I don't think
0: it says there's the word There's a little bit of uh a sex play in this song it's, but yeah They really don't come out and say no, it No but there's, I don't mind that I like a little bit of edginess you know, Edgy, you edgy. know. Put it, go up to the edge a little bit. Fergie but, but, loves the edgy. You know. Yes. All
1: right. Uh, what's she your does. number three? Another one I threw on there was uh, closer to uh, closer to free by the Bodines. I'm mean, a huge. That's Bodians. a good one. And it's got the guitar riff at the very beginning.
0: Goes, woo
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Get you ready for. Uh, That's a good choice. I do th- like that song. That's yeah, well, a good. good. One. one out of three is not bad so far. All right. So mine next one is by the Mighty Mighty Boston's. It's the impression that I get. Uh, oh, it's such, such a good song. Great trumpet factor in that song. Yes. Just gets you pumped up. Good band. Man, that song is used by just about every pep band, whether it's college or high school. You always hear that song, and it's just like, wow, what a great song. I wonder when they wrote that, that ska song back in the 90s, they knew that that thing was going to go... You know, multi-platinum yes. use all over the world. Oh, you know? so much. So
1: true. Great so tune. true. Great tune. All
0: right, what's your next one?
1: Another one i throw at you is, uh, and this is a little uh, known band. They're known as Kaleo, and they're from Iceland. Uh-oh. They have a song that's called No Good, and they have this guitar riff. I love
0: it, the fact that I don't know one of your five.
1: I know. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love the fact. But these guys had a couple good songs, and then there's have to this. go look this one up. This is like a B-track, if I can. So it's yeah. not on the it's, B-side, it's a, huh? It's on the back side of the main single, but No Good has got this great guitar. Guitar, beginning, and it just wants to hit you in the face. Like, I am here to rock and roll, and if you don't like it, I'm going to step on you because I'm coming through. I love the I'll beginning. Look that one up. What's oh, it called? No Good by Kaleo. No Good
0: by Kaleo. With a K, Kaleo. Yeah, I think I've heard of the band, but I, I that song, do not know. For You'll sure. love it. You'll do fall in love know. with it. It'll be your theme song. All right, my number four, again, I promised a little bit of uh, R&B love here. I'm going to go Gold Digger by Kanye. I don't like the song. I don't like the vibe. I don't like anything about the song, but it's so catchy. Yes, it is such a catchy, such a highly talented artist is Kanye, but the song is awful. I mean, it's just awful. I mean, there's no two ways. I wish I could say there's there's nice things about it, but the actual song. If you're in a rink and you're not really, you can't hear the words anyway in the rink, and you hear that that huge bass that he drops in the song, and and the you know just it's a good song. But it's it's a great arena song. I love it. It kind of gets me pumped up. But then I go, just don't listen to the words. Just don't listen. Just to play words. the melody. Just don't listen to the words. Just, just the song. Those words, but then, other than that, I think it's a great song, and I always get excited when I hear it. So good call. Your right, last
1: song, last one, I'm gonna throw at you is "Know Your Enemy" by Green Day. No, this is oh, on, that's a great one. This is on my personal one. When great I'm on song. the rank, I make sure it's played. It's on my phone. When I play, and I love playing that because if you're especially at a home game, hockey and you want to sports, you want to get perfect. rivalry. You're playing something you don't want to. Let them win. I know my enemy, and it just it's it got set and That band is just a great rock and roll band. Guitar, oh, drums, yeah, they go bass, hard.
0: they hit you hard. They go right hard. At you. So here's my uh, my number one song. Oh, we just happened to have it queued I up. Just happened it to just have happened it here. To be. Ready? Oh, listen to those trumpets. Yes. So classic. So good. Love. And Johnny just drops it in there. Not necessarily a great song for a hockey game because yeah, not a lot makes- of love and. We have a lot of love and passion. Ring. A lot of so love.
1: Ring of Fire. What do they call that? Johnny Cash. What do they call that? A, a small group that are like just all horns. There's a name for it. There's like a, like if you a go to like a section? restaurant, sometimes there's like two quartet or three. Quartet kind of? No, not a quartet. Um, I can't Brass think Brass? Ensemble? No, nope, not even close. Not uh, even close. Well, maybe we will come it. I always, up with like it. if I go to like a really good, uh, I'll give you an example. There's a really good uh, Mexican restaurant in Savage, Minnesota. Yeah. And Teresa's? When, I don't know what the name, I can't remember okay, the name of right. it. But it's right by the VFW. Anywho, so it's right there. And then if you're there on your birthday, Morocco, on,
0: uh, mar- Mariachi
1: Band? Mariachi Band. That's what I'm thinking. It does sound like that. And they that, come it? right up to your table and they'll request a song. It does sound and, oh, like that, that's doesn't what, it?
0: That's what I'm talking. It about. It does have that feel. Yes. it does have yes. that feel. Right outside Folsom County Prison. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, we just knock out a little bit of music. We're trying to, you know, keep our customers happy. Guy feeding them some fun stuff for hockey related. Tomorrow we'll have Sean Podine in the office oh, for the for that, the pizza oh, pod. That's exciting. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna knock it out. You know, we're not gonna we we can't play hockey or cover hockey. We're gonna talk about hockey on the pizza pod. Uh, from here until the coronavirus is done. For, what kind of pizza are you going to have tomorrow with Sean?
1: Uh, we're going to have pepperoni,
0: I think. Pepperoni? Is he a pepperoni he's guy? He's a pep guy. I'm pretty sure he's a pep think guy. So? so, yeah, thanks to our sponsor, Lots of Mats Pizza Brew Pub from Bernatello's. And thanks to you, Todd, for tuning in and coming in t- and taking out uh, 30 minutes of our time and making sure our hockey fans are remain entertained. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. hope you'll invite me back. Todd Houck and Tony Scott here on The Pizza Pod.